0: Today in Watching Your Wealth, how to cope in a yo-yo economy. This is Watching Your Wealth from the Wall Street Journal. Now, from our studios in New York, here's Veronica Dagger. This is Veronica Dagger, and you're listening to Watching Your Wealth, where you learn all you need to know about building your wealth and protecting your money. Retirement expert Ed Slott is here to give us some tips on how to survive the yo-yo economy. Welcome, Ed. Great to be here, thanks. Oh, my pleasure, Ed. So, first tell us what you mean by yo-yo.
1: It's not what you think, like the stock market goes <laughs> up and down, that happens too. Yeah. I call it yo-yo, Y O Y O, stands for you're on your own. Ooh. Not a lot of help out there anymore. Used to be, you had a, you know, used to be a generation ago, people walked out of companies with pensions and guaranteed checks. Well, all of that's changed over the last 20 or 30 years, and now people are really on their own. Companies have switched the risk and the responsibility of investing for your retirement from them with pension, liabilities, and paychecks for you to your own management of your 401k. So really you are on your own to make it last as long as you do and beyond maybe.
0: Mm, It's a lot of responsibility. Some people would say this is kind of a scary time.
1: It is a scary time because, number one, you don't know how long you're going to live. You know, they say life is short, but retirement can be much longer. (laughs) Some people may be retired, given the longevity and medical advances. Some people may be retired more years than they worked, and that money's got to last them. So they really need to plan around taxes. Taxes are the critical planning point for retirement accounts because retirement accounts are loaded with taxes. And I'm talking about the tax-deferred retirement accounts like the 401Ks, the 403Bs, and your IRAs. To get at that money in retirement, there's a price to pay, and it's called all that deferred tax that was built up in there. So you better have a plan to make that money last as long as possible and minimizing taxes along the way tax planning you have to have an exit strategy
0: I- indeed now if i'm 30 and listening to this so w- w- what's your advice to me in terms of oh, tax easy. planning the younger
1: you are the better you are for with uh, the better you are with a roth ira the better off you are with a roth ira that's tax free money the reason that's easy the single most powerful money making asset anyone can own it's really time and young people have more of it than anyone else so they can capitalize on the tax free now you heard me say tax deferred before mm-hmm. tax free is much better tax deferred means you won't pay tax on that money yet like but your 401K. you will okay Tax-free means you'll never pay tax on that money. So younger people should be stuffing all they can into Roth 401ks at work or their own Roth IRAs if they qualify.
0: Start your own, right, depending on your income level, right. Now, I think another key part of your advice, and I think this probably applies to whatever age you are, is just keep working as long as you can, right? Try to max out those earnings because your earning power
1: is really one of your best assets. Right, especially the younger you are take the money off the top. I tell people that uh, all the time. If you can't see it, you can't spend it. Mm and put it on automatic if you have to but try and max out at least uh, the Roth IRA you can contribute up to 5500 6500 if you're 50 or over but we're talking younger people now that you mentioned they should be putting everything they can if they qualify uh, up to the maximum in a Roth IRA and watch that tax co- tax free compounding work it's exponential really
0: the compounding is really powerful I, you know, i just remember what my 401k looked like when i was 20 versus now it's a big difference because of the compounding not not because of something i did now i'm wondering you know how do you keep that long-term focus though when you are especially a millennial investor it's like well retirement i, I really don't want to retire it's so far down the road how do you, you know, keep your eyes I had on that
1: it? same feeling when I was in my 20s. I remember my first boss telling me to start an IRA, and I said, but you can't touch it till you're 59 and a half. I'll be dead by then. You know, at 20, <laughs> you know, that seems so far away. Well, now I'm in my 60s, and that was good advice. Yeah. And you have to believe in the long-term plan. And the way to get rid of the short-term pain is, as I said before, don't, see the, don't even look at the money. Take it off the top and make it uh, you can only spend what you keep out of your net pay you've got to be disciplined it will pay off long term just when you need it the most
0: indeed now if we're closer to retirement age another one of your tips is try to delay that social security
1: um taking social security for as long as you can as well right that's exactly right you heard me talk about longevity that the social security check is the most powerful weapon against longevity in other words if when you lock in that that check that's locked in for life so you want to lock in the the largest amount because let's say you live to your 80s or 90s you're going to get that check that large check that maximum check for the rest of your life So it can protect you as a hedge on longevity. But the way to do it is hold off as long as you can, not past 70, because after that you can't get any more. But if you can hold off to age 70, Mm -hmm. you'll, you'll lock in the largest check backed by the United States government. That's a great annuity to have to last you the rest of your life.
0: Indeed. Now, some of this, most of this might seem overwhelming to people and saying, like, what do I do? No matter what age you are, you're thinking, like, this seems like so much responsibility, so much writing on me. I might just not do anything because I'm overwhelmed. What do you say to those?
1: I I know it's a mistake. I I don't call it. It's an old saying, paralysis by analysis, Uh, you know, overanalyzing or even getting overwhelmed. overwhelmed. The key to doing this is do a little at a time. I find in everything, not only in finance, I always say, Take little steps, little uh, like baby steps, they say. I say small steps equal big victories. You Hmm. just do a little consistently over time, and you'll be amazed at the results.
0: Okay, so we've got about 20 seconds left. If you had to give us one or two small steps we could take today, what steps would you suggest?
1: Get money into tax-free territory as much as you can through maybe Roth conversions, but again, a little at a time, and stick to a plan to either keep working or keep contributing to a retirement plan. You're on your own. Nobody else is going to do it for you.
0: Yep, you've got to step up. Uh, Whether you like it or not, we're all going to have to do that. Uh, Helpful tips. Thank you so much, Ed. That was great. Thanks. And would you stick around and take our financial version of the Prowse questionnaire? Absolutely. All right, great. You stay with us, too.
1: Hi, this is Jason Gay, sports writer at The Wall Street Journal, and I have a podcast called Free For All. And guess what? It's not just sports. We'll also talk about some real estate, some music, some culture, some fashion. I could talk about fashion. It's the Free For All. Become a subscriber on iTunes, follow us on Twitter at WSJ Podcasts, and check us out at WSJ.com slash podcasts. WSJ Podcasts.
0: Listen ambitiously. Now, back to the show. Welcome back to Watching Your Wealth. Now it's time for retirement expert Ed Slott to take our financial version of the Proust. Ed, are you
1: ready? I'm ready. All right. What's the best financial advice you ever heard? Oh, it was from my dad to invest in a retirement account. (laughs) Uh, You know, early on, it doesn't seem, and that was in my 20s. But had I not started it in my 20s, I'm in my 60s now, there would be a big difference. So my advice, being the age now my dad was when he gave me the (laughs) advice, to everyone else, start as soon as possible. It's never too early, and it's certainly never too late.
0: Good point. Worst financial advice you ever received? Don't
1: borrow when you don't need the money. Hmm. Uh, People say that when interest rates were a lot higher years ago, people used to borrow, say, well, I'm mortgaging my home. I'm going to invest it in the market, and I can do way better in the market. Mm. You know, it's never a good idea to borrow to invest unless you really know what you're doing. Mm -hmm. Maybe you're investing in your own business, or or there's good debt, like a home, Mm -hmm. or something you really know more about.
0: Right, right. Now, fill in the blank. Money can buy
1: Money can buy uh, freedom. I would say freedom to do whatever you want.
0: So true. Money can't buy.
1: Well, I hate to say every. I guess health. People say that all the time, but it's really true. It is. <laughs> it, it can. It can buy comfort if you have bad health, but it really can't buy health, unfortunately. Nothing
0: can do that. Yep. If you won a million dollars after tax, what would you do with it?
1: Well, I'd look for something mean of meaningful. But my advice for other people would be: don't do anything. Wait. Ask for impartial, trustworthy financial help first, because there'll there'll be people, you'll have relatives that you'd never even heard of very quickly.
0: (laughs) That is true. Great fun. Thanks so much for joining us, Ed. All right. And this has been Watching Your Wealth, a production of The Wall Street Journal. I'm Veronica Dagger. For more information, check us out at wsj.com slash podcast. Thanks for listening.